the Rosecast, the number one Bachelor Recap Podcast, hosted by male and racial best friend duo, um, AB. Yes, sir. Happy belated Martin Luther King Jr. Day. <laughs> Thank you. It's a classic rim and AB gag. <laughs> cl- it hits me every time. I forget <laughs> <Yeah>. about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, what did you think of the episode? Th- to, make, to be clear, we're not making light of the life and legacy of Martin Luther King Jr. It's just a funny thing that I hit him with. Rem tells nowhere, me okay? every year when I talk to him on Martin Luther King, he says, Happy Martin Luther King Day. It hits hard every time. I'm rolling on the floor laughing every time. That's the joke here. It's a long-standing <laughs> yearly tradition from Rem to say that to me. And it gets a laugh every time. Yep. Okay. Yep. I hope the audience is laughing. Otherwise, I'm in deep trouble. Go ahead. What you think of the episode? What you think of the episode? I thought it was pretty good, Rem. I think it was the worst yet. I agree. Uh, and... It had to be done to get us back on track what we've been oh. begging for in terms of the the course of each episode, the 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 schedule that they use. So Rose I, ceremonies I at the that. end. Yeah. I did too. I thought this was a classic, dumb bachelor episode. And I mean that as a compliment. It was low stakes. I had fun watching yeah. it. We had a good one on one date. And some, you know, silly catty conflicts about who's being more real. I enjoyed we'll, watching it. We'll get to that part. I I got some some issues with the major conflict Ooh. of this episode. But I can't wait to hear going. Him. Um it was basically a self contained story. I like how it was the entire it felt like an episode of The Mandalorian or no, maybe Black Mirror. It was just the rise and fall of a villain. The whole story, <laughs> one episode. That's true. <laughs> like you can watch that out of context and like get everything that's, that's going true. on with the show. Anyway, opening scene of the episode, Hannah and Kelsey both crying the morning after the group date because they're still at odds over about Champagne Gate. Now, yeah, this is not the morning settled. after Champagne Gate. This is the morning after the group date, which was the day after Champagne Gate. Okay. Okay. I'm with you. You follow me? It's yeah. two days. Okay. okay. Get over it. It's my, it's my opinion. Uh, so everyone's on edge. Champagne Gate, Hannah Ann and Kelsey taking over the week. I just want to set the scene. There's rain falling in addition to the tears. It was a beautiful scene. They showed like rain falling, the birds were chirping, and then you also heard like women sniffling and in, in cries. So Say what you want about the producers. Scene. The sound editors on the show have knocked it out of the park. Great. They're doing good. Uh, Victoria P got a one-on-one date card at some point. I don't recall that at all. Do I you? don't either. No idea. Okay. Nope. I, just, I just want to make sure. Pete picks her up in that 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 old Ford truck with the bench front seat that they use every season. Am I making that up also? <laughs> no, I've seen Seems the truck like every, before. Yeah, I've seen the truck. I got an issue with the truck, Rim. It's not safe? Probably no airbags? It's very unsafe. Steering. Okay, yeah. definitely no airbags. No chance it has airbags. No. Did we already <laughs> on the old car industry? I think we already did this. Uh, yeah, I think so. Let me I think so. Automotive industries where <laughs> we don't like them. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, uh, no airbags. No, not even front airbags. We're, uh, side airbags, get out of here. Of course not. But not even front airbags. No seatbelt for her. Okay. <gasps> I don't know if that's just her doing. He had a lap seatbelt, but either way, no cross seatbelt. You know how they got the cross across yeah. the, the well, chest? the cross is what saves your the life. The chest seatbelt is what s- saves you from <laughs> smashing your head into the, the yeah. windshield <laughs> or just slipping out from the top of the lap seatbelt and flying through the windshield. Okay? Yeah. 
he had a lap seatbelt on. I went back and watched this like three or four times to make sure. He had a lap seatbelt. <laughs> okay. She had nothing. They were driving. It wasn't, they were not parked. They were driving. There were cars behind them. Okay. Was she slid over into the middle? Because that's the romantic, you know, no. Beaver Cleaver 50s. She wasn't even slid over close. <laughs> that, wouldn't ma- that wouldn't matter to me. Safety first. Click at her ticket rim. Everyone knows that. Yeah, she didn't have any seatbelt on, not even the lap one, which is hilariously not safe to begin with. I don't get, you know, I don't know if we talked about this on the show before. I just don't understand people who don't wear seatbelts. Just wear your seatbelt. It doesn't make any sense. It takes three seconds yeah. to save your life, folks. <laughs> Come on. It's true. It's true. I just like the enthusiasm with which you act like you're making up a new slogan <laughs> for the seatbelt. <laughs> anyway, they go to a country general store. Which took me, I'd say, by surprise. Now, maybe I'm just ignorant about this portion of California, but I did not expect there to be a lively country western scene <laughs> with boots, hats, and such. Um, and then, they, you know, they're just shopping. They smooch in the shop. She's got a new rawhide jacket going on, looking cute. Then they head to a country bar. So this is not a one-off. No, that's what really confused me is yeah. when Peter was like, "Me and we're going to go do something me and my friends do. First of all, I didn't, I didn't know Peter had anything to do with the country scene. Uh, and thing, apparently. Especially living in California. Like you said, I didn't know there'd be a line dancing bar there. I don't even know of any line dancing bars in Iowa. Now... It's not my no, that means cup of nothing. tea, that so that doesn't nothing. mean anything, but you'd think I would have heard of one. <laughs> yeah. Um, I looked up where this place is, four miles down the hill from Bachelor Mansion. Really? It's closer to Bachelor Mansion than his hometown is. Okay, I would have guessed they had to go far away to get to this. More inland. Yes. We're going to get killed by the California people, but yeah, I was just surprised. <laughs> okay? I was just surprised. Um, they go into every, a bar. Every episode, we make enemies with a new group of people, and it's yeah. really unfortunate. I don't like doing it. <laughs> it's just something that happens. So <laughs> far, just, we're about three minutes happened. in, and we got the old car people, old car industry, yeah. and California in general. Uh, where we wanna... we say f- just false things about them. <laughs> <laughs> a part of me wants to finish recording and then just pretend this episode never happened and not tweet anything out just see you next week uh they got you know uh, they're at a bar a country bar a line dancing bar like you said reminded me of that scene in cool runnings that's my exposure to line dancing is when they're at the bar you didn't have line dancing in elementary school no tinkling what no line dancing exactly let's stay on track <laughs> okay um i just want to pause here and say i'm a big fan of i'm on the record here Many times I love dates that take place in public with normal people milling about. Okay. At least we can pretend it's a normal interaction when they're like, what's your, what, what are these faces? You don't like what I'm saying here? Normal people. I mean, these are bachelor super fans who w- well, okay, waited here for hours and hours. This isn't just a normal bar that people, they went to. But sure, I, I get yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, you agree. I, um, <laughs> I'm with you. I, I like when there's like other people all around them. It yes. feels more real. They're at a bar. I'm with you. It's a r- normal atmosphere. It's a reasonable atmosphere to yeah. watch a date. To have anyway, a date. Victoria yeah. P. Let's talk about the date if we can. Okay. Victoria P. says she is smitten. Can't stop smiling when she's looking at him. And I think it's real. AB, anything else on this date? This portion. It's good. No, Victoria P is a sweetheart. They got some, oh. a little bit of chemistry. I like these two. Victoria P might be 
the contestant I like the most. Wow. As a potential romantic partner for Peter. Oh, Obviously, figured. Tammy's number one in my uh, let's hang out <laughs> power rankings. Sure. All right. Back at the house. What do you say we wrap up the champagne conflict? Kelsey and Hannah Ann. Now, I thought, okay, it's been two days. Cooler heads prevail. These two are going to talk. Squash it. Yeah. Squash the beef. What did you make of their discussion? It didn't really go anywhere. There was not, not a mutual understanding that they came to or either side apologizing. It, they left the conversation the same way they started the conversation, both very upset uh, and not willing to budge. The thing, the one thing they did agree on was Kelsey said some really mean things to Hannah Ann. They both were like, yep, <laughs> that was out of line. Maybe he's <laughs> drinking coffee right now. That was out of line what I said. But what Kelsey kept getting hung up on was the bullying accusation, which well, apparently outweighed everything that Kelsey said, which is unrepeatable to Hannah Ann. So where do you sit on this bullying? I don't was know. this bullying? What is what ex- does bullying have to be more than one person? I don't think it does. That's what I think she was alluding to is that it has to be a group of people teaming up on one other person. I don't know if that's the case. It seems like there's scales of there's a scale for bullying. Like one person picking on one person and calling them names probably is bullying per se, but it's a little different than Everyone, like if the whole house was ganging up on Hannah. I also think she might have been implying it, bullying is somehow longer term mistreatment of a singled sure. out individual. Or I, I don't know what specific characteristics she thinks. Here's the here's the I'm not a behavioral elementary psychologist. OK, what I do know is that it doesn't matter if this was bullying or not. It was like, <laughs> Kelsey, you're being a jerk. We both agree. And uh, please don't act that way. We live in the same house. See, I don't. Let's, I don't. It doesn't fully matter agree. whether or not she was. The, she was fit the definition perfectly. She's I, being mean. I, I disagree a little bit because Hannah Ann used the word "bully" to Peter. And when she said, like I you felt said, bullied, like you said last week or the week before, if someone says the word "bully," someone's being bullied in the house. That's a very serious accusation. It'd be much more serious than if she just than if she just told him what happened, which was she called me a few names. When she says bullying, yeah. that's something they need to address instantly, the lead. And they know that. <laughs> Not right or wrong, but that's just the case. You're right. I think Kelsey as his her defining trait up until now overreacted. To the accusation, maybe Hannah Ann over, maybe Hannah Ann was playing fast and loose with the B word. I don't know. It just seems strange to me to be watching two people argue about whether or not someone be like the base of facts was you were being you awful were mean to, to me. me. <laughs> you said some you said some mean things. Uh, they both agree, but that get, should have been the end. Yeah, <laughs> should have been an apology, and that would be it. Not only did Hannah Ann use the B word. She also used the F word, which was finasco. Now, I don't know if you noticed this, A.B. She meant to say fiasco or she meant to say finasco, 
which I <laughs> hope is the case. <laughs> we got a couple words in here this episode that I easy to make fun of, but also I prefer these new words that we heard last night to the current words. <laughs> Finasco Finasco is a good word. <laughs> yeah, it was a whole Finasco. I will say that for as long as I live. Finasco. I'm with you. At one point in the discussion. Hannah Ann was hung up on not being a champagne stealer as if that's the worst thing you can be in this house. And Kelsey said, it's not about the champagne. I don't even really like champagne. So I don't know where you go from there. If it's <laughs> so not, about what are the we champagne. doing here? <laughs> that's, yeah. the, that's what this whole thing is based off of the champagne steal. I mean, that just goes to show how little this champagne actually meant to Kelsey. She made it out to be like, the biggest thing she brought with her that she gets to share with Peter, but you don't even care. The reason you had this thing for a year is because you don't even like champagne. Oh, there's a good take. Now, okay. many people pointed out that this was a bottle of Dom Perignon. Really? That's how you pronounce it. $190 suggested retail price. And it was replaced with like a $16 something <laughs> Remini B would have splurged on back in the, the During summer. During the of real 11. champagne game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so whatever that was. Now, and so justifiably, Kelsey would be upset. But here she just basically admits, I don't care about the bottle of champagne at all. And uh, it's hard for me to care about it either if she doesn't. At the end, um, she uh, Kelsey says, you know, you could have talked to me about this anytime in the last two days. And then Hannah Ann says, well, you told me to stay the F away from you. And then Kelsey is appalled and says, oh, this is about me now? And it's like the whole <laughs> thing is about you. Kelsey, all this is about you. Kelsey comes off so bad. I don't know if Hannah's... I don't know what's going on with Hannah. She probably she probably went too far by even bringing this up to Peter. She should have addressed it right away. But the way Kelsey came yeah. off during this whole thing, it's hard to side with her. You know what? I'm going to make a declaration here, and I don't do this often. I am out on Kelsey. Full stop. Out. Oh. Uh, There's no salvaging. Iowa native. There's no salvaging her as a contestant for me. Probably a great person. Obviously, everyone from Iowa is fabulous. This is a couple episodes in a row now that's hard to defend. Some would say impossible. We'll see. I'm still Victoria. Well, Victoria. <laughs> <laughs> Victoria P. One on one date. Nighttime. It's at an airport hangar. Mm. Um, yeah. Kelsey expands on her backstory. Uh, we Victoria. know her debt. Victoria. Oh, big typo in my yeah. notes. Victoria. Victoria P. Expands on her backstory. Uh, we know from her uh, first episode, her dad passed away when she was young. As a result of that, her mom fell into addiction. She was in and out of shelters growing up. A lot of people don't make it out of that cycle in one piece. She said it's affected her relationships because she doesn't always feel deserving of someone like Peter. Interesting. What did you make of Peter's response here, A.B.? She's crying at this point. Emotional moment. I don't know that Peter showed the emotion I needed from him <laughs> <laughs> with this story. I'm over here tearing up about her talking, going into foster care and stuff like this. The life that she's lived, he's just kind of got a fake. I'd call it a fake. Uh, sympathetic wow. face on. <laughs> wow. And then they quickly, he, I think he quickly changes the subject. You know, you never know. Benefited out editing and such. It's fake sympathy. I did not get the, imp 
I did not get the impression. My my issue with these conversations on this show is they don't play out like they would in real life. And by that, I mean, no matter male and female leads, though, the sympathetic stories seem to come from female contestants more often than not. There aren't usually follow up questions. Yeah. Or like similar stories shared or any empathy other than thanks for telling me that. That just means you're great. Here's a rose. And Peter said, it shows me what kind of person you are. And I'm like, I don't know. Be a little more specific. It just didn't seem like a conversation. It was just, it was the classic say something sad. And then the lead just goes, thanks. Yeah. I'm 100% with you. The story she told, there's hundreds of follow-up questions I need answered. That I'm very well, not like interested. You need answer, but like, no, I, yeah, I don't, you need, just want to know more. I'm not, yeah. I'm, I don't. I don't deserve those answers, but I'd want answers. Just curiosity wise, I just would to get be to know ask, this person. I'd be asking tons of questions, like how was foster care? This yeah. is uh, all the stuff she talked about. Stuff I have no, uh, never experienced anything like that. And obviously, Peter hasn't either. He lived next to the bachelor mansion. Why don't you ask <laughs> some follow up questions on some of the stuff she said? And you're right. He didn't give any of that. Just. Again, maybe they're cutting it short to move she on to the ha- next silly conflict. They could sometimes. Like, and you don't have a question about that? Like, <laughs> that shit sounds terrible. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, it was just kind of, it was weird. It was a weird <laughs> uh, follow-up. Peter was basically, you said he changed the subject. He basically, his like response story was, I'm excited to be The Bachelor. You're one of the people who might become my wife. And then I saw a shooting star. It was kind of like... <laughs> He was basically like, you're definitely my top 20 right now in response to that story. It's very strange. I don't know. Keep the focus on the person in front of you, in my opinion. Yeah. Anyway, um, he gives her the rose. He says, I've never been inspired by someone so much in my entire life. I believe that. She really, really likes him. Part of me wonders if Victoria P is just so excited to kind of have something going well for her. Like this is about her experience. She's not taking care of somebody else or helping someone else along the opportunity in front of her that she's over the moon already. Part of me wonders if that's the case. Cause she even says I'm falling in love with Peter. Yeah. I mean, it's hard not to coming from the background she has growing up with basically nothing to being on the bachelor it seems like that would she would be more grateful of that and more appreciative yeah. of what she's what's happening here and more she'll she'll fall a little quicker for Peter even if the connection isn't quite there because it's such a difference than what she's used to. Well said. Um, it should be noted that in the old days. When someone said falling in love with, when someone said they were falling in love with someone after one day, I would roast them. Robbie and Jojo. Sure. She didn't say it to him. It was a falling to the camera. But the the standards are eroding, in my opinion. Used to mean something on this show. I took it gen. I took it as a genuine. I'm falling for him. I don't know what I do, to tell you. I did too. Fast. What do you want, Rem? Sometimes love comes fast. Hit you hard. <laughs> All right. Back at the house, Alea, boom, first try, drinking <laughs> wine. <not> true. <laughs> we had to cut one out. We, we had to do cut different one out. takes. Alea is uh, drinking wine, sitting on the countertops, wearing a pilot hat, 
and no pants, I believe. A lot of skin on the island. A lot of bare skin on the island. I don't know if you noticed that. That's an eating surface. I would have objected to that had I been <laughs> in the room. Keep your bare ass off the counter, please. please. If, if where it's we, not too much trouble. Where we prep our food, please. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Elias says, I'm very good at putting on a face when I need to. Keep that in mind. Take note. Here comes a date card. Kiera, Sarah, Tammy, Kelly, Sheanne, Savannah. I changed the way I said the names when I got to Savannah. What does that mean? Stay tuned till the end. Sydney and Alea. I love surprises, Peter says on the card, and I hope you do too. This could be anything. It's literally a surprise. This is the point in the episode, Rim, where you can tell... The producers are making a strong push to have Alea be some sort of villain, which we don't know anything about yet. We know nothing nope. about Alea, but you can tell something's about to change here in the house. You, I think you had her in your final four. You definitely had her, you know, pointed her out as someone who could be the winner oh, based yeah. on their first episode interactions. Very cute, very sweet with the grandma. Now I'm starting to wonder... You know, like you said, did the grandma write that letter? Does her grandma <laughs> exist? You know, things are in question now. Absolutely. Um, and the first really bad comment was when Alea asked Jasmine, whose name she probably didn't know, and who was sitting next to her. She goes, wait, wait, wait. So how do you feel not going on the date? Just yeah, totally rude. Like, obviously, I'm distraught about it. I don't get a date this week. Why would you even bring that up? What's to discuss, Alea? I'm not thrilled. <laughs> Uh, the next morning, Demi arrives. What do you think of Demi being involved? That's my first question. I was trying to piece together in my head if her and Peter had ever met somewhere where I would have seen it. Demi says she loves Peter, like they're great friends. I find that hard to believe. I, find, I, don't, I don't know how Demi is involved in Peter's love story here. I just... I just think part of me thinks I just want Demi. Of course, that's what's going on. on. The what do you mean? Yeah, of uh, course. Just, you know, just seeing what you're getting your thoughts on it. I don't think there was any connection between Demi and Peter. But also that being said, I don't really care. I'm a Demi fan. She can show up for any episode she wants. Interesting. I liked when uh, later in the date she goes, hi, Peter. And it was like you could tell it was like that was their first time ever seeing each <laughs> yeah. other. Um, anyway, champagne and killer. Uh, the two women Demi rolled up with, those are not their real names. They start assaulting the Sleeping Beauties with feather pillows. Now, it seemed to me the sun was pretty high in the sky, so I was actually okay with this. Like, get up. Yeah. You know? it, it, <laughs> it's like 1030. <laughs> it was very light out. I agree with you there. You don't often see the bedrooms either, which I appreciate. They're sleeping, you know, eight to a room. Bunk These beds. aren't good sleeping situations that they're, they have at the no. Bachelor Mansion. You forget that. Anyway, Demi brought outfits for the people who were going on the group date. I didn't understand the rationale behind these outfits at all. Some of them were like fleece pajamas with patterns, full body. Others have lingerie. It's like bizarre sleeping gowns. Just I didn't get it. No, there's no rhyme or reason behind this. The date was a pillow fight in this bar. Now, I don't want to go on another A.B. rant here, but it seemed to me like there were no rules. There were no rules. No, anything this. goes. You just, beat, <laughs> you just beat up your opponent with a pillow and your arms and the rest of your body also is legal maneuver. I would have, you know me, Rim. I would have preferred some more 
clear-cut rules here. I'm not going to go on a rant, though, because no, it just no, seems no. like anything went. I would have liked to understand how winners were calculated here. Did you pin your opponent? Is that what you were I think going you just for? have to make them submit in any way. Just be like, stop. Once they say stop, <laughs> then that's, that's the end of the match. It's an I quit match that you're telling me. <laughs> it's an I quit match. Uh, quick note. Peter had his hands on Kelly's shoulders before her big matchup. Okay, just a little touch. A little touch <laughs> That's here. a good note. That's a good note. A little note. touch. He had his hands. And it wasn't like, it wasn't, you know how you could do the, sh- the sides of the shoulders, upper arms? You could also do the, kind of the, the crown of the shoulders. Mm-hmm. Inner shoulders, A, B. Wow. It was intimate touch. Wow. Okay. Um, Kelly says to the, the cameras, who wants to see her, the, who wants to see their lawyer dressed in lingerie on a TV show? You know, she's kind of like, ah, kind of embarrassing. I'm involved in this. Kelly's whole brand is like, can't believe I'm here. Like, ha Yeah. But I had to just go after Peter. It's like, well, you could have just exchange numbers when you met him in person or maybe you did i just don't i roll my eyes real skeptical about kelly and her whole story she's acting like she's above the bachelor and it's like you're not you're on it you can't (laughs) you are currently on it yeah no don't come on the bachelor and act too good for this show okay i will not have it anyway let's go quickly through the matchups if you don't mind tammy absolutely ragdolled kelsey so she was dq'd for being too violent little pet peeve here, Rim. Not enough yeah. names on the screens. Uh, I the, still didn't not know. Not long enough Like, either. you're yeah. asking for the matchups. I didn't know some of the women on the date yet, so they'd show their pictures for the matchup, but we didn't get the names, so I didn't even... I, can, I could not tell you who some of these matchups were. I had to pause it. They were only on there for half a second. Sheanne defeated Savannah. Alaya bested Sydney, and then Kiera blasted Sarah in the back of the head. <laughs> Big KO. And Demi, for no reason, picks Aliyah and Sydney for the rematch, uh, for the championship match. There was hair pulling, body slamming, sitting on, name calling, general underhanded tactics. Of course, Aliyah won. Did you have anything else on these matchups or this date? No. Tammy had... i do not not sure how Tammy didn't win this whole thing uh, with she her background. DQ. Oh, she got DQ'd. I think she what? broke somebody's collarbone. I think she broke somebody's collarbone. <laughs> I she just she took it too DQ'd. far. And they're like, all right, Tammy, you know, enough. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I don't have anything to say about this day. I have no clue how anything was chosen. So how can I have? I don't have any idea if, if who won the rightful person won this day. I don't know. We didn't learn anything about anybody. The, the big takeaway is literally Peter touched Kelly's shoulders. That's <laughs> that was my big takeaway. Group date, nighttime. I suppose I suppose in the daytime, Sydney positioned Alaya, Alaya as the villain. Pretty princess who doesn't, but she's like, oh, she said uh, she's probably worried about messing up her hair, like prim and proper, which yeah. that was a strange thing to me, too, because I never, we've had not been presented with that vibe of Alaya before this episode. Yeah, I agree. I think it just felt rushed. It was very rushed. This entire storyline seemed rushed. I didn't, we had no background until they went back to the house and she was sitting there with the hat on. That's that's the first time we got any glimpse of Alea being any sort of villain. And all of a sudden she's the biggest villain on the entire season. 
and we're supposed to just go along with this? I, that's the problem I had with this episode. I just didn't have enough backstory here to believe all these people hated her. You know, it wouldn't have taken much in the first couple episodes. Just put in a couple clips yeah. where Alea doesn't look so great. And then Seeds, you, st- you drop the breadcrumbs that we can yeah, follow. You drop the bre- it's called the buildup. You know, this was like when somebody gets hurt in a the week before a pay-per-view WWE and they got to have like Randy Orton start a feud on, in there. on yeah. Monday Night Raw before <laughs> yeah. Sunday's big match. And it's like, that doesn't feel like a real feud. No. Here. I'm, I'm not buying it. Anyway, I'd like to point out, Rim. Peter with after Alea won big kiss in front of everyone. That's coming becoming kind of a thing with Peter on group dates. Kisses in front of everyone. He needs to be careful. I will refrain from making a critical comment in this moment. Okay. That's almost better than making the comment, in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> people are going, ooh, what's Rim thinking? Maybe we'll find out. Uh group date, nighttime. The uh, the Alea and Sydney conflict. That's the one to watch here, AB. Okay, <laughs> keep your eyes out for these two. Sydney says Alea puts on a show for the cameras. It's all orchestrated. It's all a racket. What did you make of Alea's one-on-one time with Peter? Peter seems to be really into this rim. He tells Alea he has a really good feeling about her. Again, she was one of my favorites. So I walked away thinking, okay, this this girl's got a shot here. Really? Yeah. You walked away from that interaction thinking this I is it? I just didn't buy... I never bought the whole thing about her until wait, later wait, wait, in wait, the wait, episode. Wait, wait, so, wait, oh, wait, wait. Oh, until later in the episode. Yes. Okay. At Whew. this point, okay. in my notes, I'm still not uh, sure. Team Malaya. Yeah. I, all I see is Sydney. The Bachelor producers cut to her in the house with a hat on and like... I'm supposed to think that she's not the one that she's not one of the, the favorites anymore. I, I didn't see enough yet. And then she won the date. Okay. All right. You weren't turned off by here is Alea's big vulnerable reveal. She sounded like a bachelor word cloud. AB. She goes, I want to be vulnerable and open up. I've been through stuff, you know, abandoned friends, relationships. So I hope you like me. That's basically it. And then Peter's like, wow, you really opened up. And I was like, well, did I miss that part about the opening up? Or You, you just have to remember, Rim, everyone doesn't have a sob story to tell. And it's tough then for don't those pretend. people. Then don't pretend. Sure, but you have to tell a sob story. Even if you have <laughs> no. if you have one or don't, you have to come up with something. I don't think she has anything. I've been abandoned by friends is a... It doesn't really set you apart. No. I mean, you know. <laughs> no. So you've had friends and you've lost friends. <laughs> yeah. Friendships change. Every single person in America. I have no sympathy for you. It's a frequent thing in life. That's how it goes. That's what I was said. <laughs> Afterwards, Sydney and Leia have a nice, polite conversation. Sydney kind of... The, the nice thing about Sydney is she kind of baits Leia into admitting bad traits about herself. Yeah, she does. At one point, Alea says, I know how to answer a question without answering. Those things are easy for me, which is like... That's a red flag. <laughs> you don't want to say that. <laughs> um, I googled Sydney. She went to high school with Hannah Brown. Okay, this Bachelor yeah. family web is <laughs> getting like entangled like way too much. America is a big... Big country, Rim. Why are we stuck <laughs> on, like, two or three cities in high schools, even? Like, the Tia Raven thing, I think, makes sense, because Raven was a favorite, 
They wanted someone. They just the story kind of worked, and it it drives people will people think of Raven when Tia was on. Now they're bringing on people from the same uh, like. And it's not a storyline. Same place, and they're not using it as a storyline. She'll talk about it. Exactly, they're not using that as a storyline. So why are we? Why can we give other cities in America a chance to get on the Bachelor? It's all the same people. (laughs) What's going on here? Politician. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I also don't like that. There seems to be if you if you win a your state as a pageant queen. There's, too there's like a 40% yeah, chance you're going to be on the show now. There's you too just much. know that you have this career path. There's too many pageant people on right now. It's it's become too much. There's like three or four people on this show right now. Like it doesn't even matter that you're a pageant queen anymore. There's, no, it's, 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 happened, it, it's happened too much. Some of the people don't even mention it anymore yeah. because it's, it's such a non-story that they were... I mean, <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> It looked like you were gonna say something big. Like, yeah, I've just had it. I just had it with this. I feel bad for telling that to you, but I thought it was an interesting tidbit. That this is person went to high school. Infuriating. With Peter's ex <laughs> with Peter's ex, and it hasn't been discussed. Now maybe it'll come up, but I don't know. Um, anyway, Kelly went on one time. Uh, she tells Peter to shave his beard, which offended me personally. But it was a good. That's a good way to establish a personal connection okay basically that's a post flirty stage comment you're basically acting like you're in a relationship already commenting on someone's physical appearance choices that's mid courting if you will go ahead i agree this annoyed me (laughs) as you know i don't like kelly to begin with this annoyed me even more she again she thinks she's has a bigger or a better relationship with Peter and more further along relationship with Peter than she actually they does. Do. That's not something you say. That's not something you say to someone in one of your first interactions with them. I think she still thinks she's way ahead of everyone else and can make. She like, definitely thinks she that. She thinks yeah. he's her boyfriend and that she's a lock here. And I don't think she is. Strongly worded. I don't know what's going on behind this. You know, the backstory with these two, I question the simplicity of it. Part of me wonders if she weren't on the show, if we would be getting on Peter for having a girlfriend back home. (laughs) (laughs) See, you've gone one way with this thing. You think there's more to it. I think there might be less to it than she's even Uh, there. (laughs) I like that. I like that. One of us is right. It is not no, what's being presented yeah, to us on the screen. Not, <laughs> it yeah. wasn't what they said. Tammy went on one time. Tammy's concerned. Oh, Peter just thinks I'm a bro, which I'm almost certain he does, unfortunately for Tammy. But they kiss anyway. I love Tammy. I wish she had more screen time. I hope she sticks around. Anything on that? No, you said it well. I agree. I agree with everything you say about Tammy. Tammy, the longer she's on, the more I'm like... She's climbing the ranks okay. of the you know, great, funny characters. Yeah. People to be around characters on the show. Sydney one-on-one time. Peter reassures her that he likes her. Okay, for these reasons. Number one, her heart shines. Number two, she's opened up to him. So... Things are going well. I guess you could say things are going pretty well with Sydney and Peter. 
we're being negative this segment, but it's just, it's almost, it's too easy. He's setting them up and we're knocking them down. Um, what I liked about Sydney more than most other people who instigate conflicts on the show is she's breaking the fourth wall. She's talking about the show. She's talking about the cameras. I like when people openly discuss the effect the environment has on one another. Agree or disagree? Yeah, I like it. It feels like you're getting some inside, you know, behind the scenes information from when they talk like this, like about how people are acting when the cameras are off. I like I like hearing stuff like that. Now, Sydney alludes to certain people putting on a show for the cameras, but doesn't say names to Peter. It's one of the best moves by someone yes. that wants to tattle on someone, but not get wrapped up in the tattling. And it's also one of the biggest, you know, ways you can really fl- turn up the drama in the house. If you're getting a little bored with the Bachelor Mansion, just let the lead know that someone might not be here for the right <laughs> reasons. <laughs> you, you light that. And let yeah. it just it, let it wait for it to explode. <laughs> she did kind of very, late, this was later on. Go ahead. A very vague comment about someone not being here for the right reasons, providing no details, no specifics, is always going to linger in a bachelor or bachelorette's head. I mean, he 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 went on tilt. It rocked this. <laughs> it rocked him to his core. And it, she said this later, but she was like, you know. Don't take my word for it. Like you figure it out, and then he's just like, "I am, I am so lost." (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, So anyway, Peter decides to address these concerns with the group. Now, normally you'd kind of take back, you do your own investigating, but he's just, he just, he saw what happened with Hannah. He doesn't want that last season. He doesn't want to pick a Jed. He then asks Sydney, "Hey, Sydney, you know, we just talked. Why don't you, you know, point out?" I've, you didn't tell me who you're talking about, but why don't you point out who you're talking about? <laughs> I found this. this group now. <laughs> I, I found this very f-ed up. What Peter did, yeah, it's crazy. He sat down. It never with, had a shot of working. This was never going to play out like he thought. I'm kind. I just. I'm confused. What he thought was going to happen here was it? Did he think this was going to squash everything <laughs> by having her call out the person to her face in front of a large group? Did he think this was going to work? The chances of this, it's not even a conflict yet because one person doesn't know they're involved in it. The chances of this two-person conflict being resolved on a group stage, slim and none. I feel okay. hor- You feel horrible for Sydney for one. It's like, number one, I told you this in confidence in a one-on-one conversation. I didn't name names in confidence. I didn't name names. If you wanted the names, you could have asked me one-on-one like I told you. Yep. And then okay. taking that she, person aside. She was aside. put on blast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In fact, had that been me, I wouldn't even have said the name in that group situation. I would have walked no. out. No. You know what, Peter? That's fucked up. Left You're the not show. the guy for me. <laughs> yeah, that's, left the show. That was very messed up. And then also, the other way, Alea blindsided. She has no idea. She's... Ooh. Actual you, blindsided. That was blindsided. Yeah. I have a blindsided joke <laughs> blindsided later in the episode. Gets to- <laughs> the word gets tossed around freely on this season, but... <laughs> Or on this series, but Alea was truly blindsided. I don't think she knew anything about this conflict that she was having in the house with all these other girls. And it's brought up in a group setting in front of The Bachelor. How do you even react to that? Well, because Sydney, so Peter asked Sydney, he's like, the way Peter said it also made what Sydney said in, in private seem 
a lot worse than it was. Yeah. Sydney was just like, hey, man, some people out there are tripping with these cameras. And he's like, <laughs> and he goes, Sydney, why don't you say what you said to me about these awful women o- around us right now? Point them out. Power rank how terrible each one of them are. And Sydney's like, bro, I just was like making a comment. And then Sydney, you know, panics and says, well, Alea, like kind of. She know. yeah she, she doesn't even she, she doesn't even say something terrible about Alea. it's it's really she puts on a little bit is what she says like yeah she puts on for the camera it's a, little a bit. very muted comment and then sydney's response or Alea's response excuse me was hmm they all right well if that's what you think anybody else want to pipe up <laughs> real intimidating <laughs> Like Val de Plender, like any of you other red feathers got something to say to me? <laughs> say Obviously, to no face. one's going to say anything. No. You stay completely out of that. You're like, uh, I want no part of this. <laughs> no, Obviously, they all probably agree with her. No, thank uh, you, Sydney. And then Peter walks away. I, he's because he just can't handle it. Do you think this could have been a move by Peter to try to avoid any of this the rest of the season? No, in this type not of drama, that, he's not thinking. He's not doing forty chess here. Part AP. of me was thinking like. Peter's kind of squashed tattling the rest of the season because you don't want to tattle and then have to say it in front of everybody. That type of conflict. Is tattling squashed if in the end you win? We'll see. I I don't know. I don't think he's thinking like that. I just think he's probably never tried to solve a conflict. I think he thought like, let me just get let me let me just take this on head on. But he didn't realize, like, actually, you're really putting these two girls in bad situations. <laughs> and no, nobody's to benefit by doing it in, like this. Peter walks away. Sydney and Alea basically agree that Alea puts on for the cameras. Okay. Alea's like, yeah, I didn't deny that. Like, I do that. But that's just who I am. Everyone's having a bad time. So Alea strolls over to Peter. Before you know it, Alea's crying to Peter. Peter's very confused. Who should he believe? Okay, on the one hand, he believes Sydney. On the other hand, Alea is hot and he <laughs> likes her. So it's a tough decision for Pete here because tough. he says flat out, I believe Sydney. And if you believe person A, whose story is radically different than person B, there's really no decision to be made. Your decision is it's over. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's over. Here's my question for you, Rim. Is there something actually wrong with kind of perking up for the cameras a little bit? It seems like something I would do. Like, I I feel like I would act different if there were cameras around or if there weren't. Wouldn't you? It's sucking, we don't it's normally sucking in a talk little bit. like the you way would, we talk when we're yeah. being recorded. I'll put it that way. It's just you put on a <laughs> I don't little know, bit. You put you know on. What I mean? What's the problem? You put on Are you telling me some of the these camera? other... You're telling me all the girls aren't acting different when they see a camera walk into a room? I guess I... I am having a hard time believing that. Obviously, some will be more so, and maybe she took it to another level. But I think that's what it is. She takes it to another level, and I think she's probably... I don't know. I I guess I don't know how to describe it. Obviously, you act a little different when there's a camera in your face. But I think Sydney's implying, Sydney and others are implying, that she acts like who she's not in front of the cameras, which I think would be... entirely fake. Yeah. Yeah. Back with the group, uh, Peter gives Sydney the rose. So you think, okay, he's siding with Sydney. It's in this. over. It's over. Alea is no longer a consideration. It's looking bad. I would have thought Alea should have left that night when she when Sydney got the rose. Why would she stick around? He he chose sides. He he believes Sydney. 
safe face and get out of there. Would you say the same thing if he gave the rose to a Leia? Absolutely. Uh, yes. Whoever gets the rose there, the other person wins. needs to go. Yeah. Are you saying be sent home or choose to leave? No, they should. Sh- they should get up and leave. They should choose to leave. If a, I think I'll say this about Sydney. I think if Alea would have gotten the rose, I think Sydney would have left because I think Sydney is probably the only person who I can say with 100% confidence is here for the right reasons, AB. She just, the way she's just going about, I think the way she went about this conflict, I know you were pro Alea before the episode, so you find this hard to believe, but she didn't name names to Peter and let, until she was pressed on a stage. She, it just bothers her that, I don't know, I think, I think Alea was genuine in her concern. And I, I think, I don't feel as strongly about this as when I first started talking about it. (laughs) (laughs) No, I kind of agree with you because even later, Peter and Sydney sit down to talk and she's like, yeah, I'm going to let me double down on this shit. I still, the way I talked earlier and said that about her, I still agree. She didn't back down. I'm with you. Sydney seems real. That's a more succinct way of putting what I was trying to say. Anyway, the next day. Alea, okay, she felt blindsided by Sydney. How could someone think she was fake, AB? She just, she felt blindsided. She's worried Peter will doubt her sincerity now, yeah. and she feels blindsided. So, Alea blindsided. <laughs> okay? Blindsided, that, I agree. I was laughing. It was funnier when I was writing it. Anyway, Chris arrives and he announces that the pool party is going to replace the cocktail party for the day, which I love. I always one love best, this. One of the oh. best episodes of the year. Peter strolls in in a hoodie. That's when I knew the pool party was going to stink. <laughs> okay. If you're the host of a pool party and you dress like it's a cold, I don't care if it's cold. If you dress like it's a cold fall day, it's just not going to be a fun. You have to show up in your pool attire tank to- only. Tank tops minimum. You can wear a top. Max. You're not going to yeah. wear, but it better be a tank top. If you have sleeves. Yeah. You don't wear sleeves I mean, to a pool party. Everyone knows that. Yeah. This isn't a shared hotel pool. This is the bachelor <laughs> mansion. Be ready to party. Of course, Peter's still in a dour mood. He's buzzkill. He kills the mood buzz right from the jump. He gives the a mood speech when he and he in. literally kills the buzz of the entire mansion and everyone watching at home. I immediately, like you <laughs> yeah. said, I knew, okay, this is going to suck. This <laughs> yeah. pool party's going to suck because of Peter. I think this conflict deserved a full episode of attention. Okay. I've, you know, I think you need to. De- Play this out on tel- television, this conflict, like they did. It was most of the episode. They really drew it out. I think I'm fine with that. I think it was wildly overblown in its seriousness. There's 20-some people left, and Peter's like, I Man. just can't go on if one of you turns it on for the cameras. One. It's not like he's choosing between three people, and one might be like a total bomb that blows up in his face. It's like, one person maybe isn't who you're thinking, and that's no big deal, in my opinion. I feel like the leads... <laughs> aren't looking at it realistically anymore. There's a lot of people here for the wrong reasons. Now, you can't get so broken up about that. Yeah. There, like, she's not... Here's a little spoiler for you, Pete. She's not the only one here for the wrong reasons. There's probably 10 <laughs> other people here not interested in you at this point. Now, it's your yeah. job to figure out who those people are, and it's way too early. Like, I can understand if there's three people left, and one of them's like... Oh, this girl, 
is here for the wrong reasons. She's all about the camera and all this other stuff. That'd be one thing. But when there's 20 people left, there's a lot of people here that aren't that into you, Pete, right now. They're here for the wrong reasons. So don't ruin the pool party vibes because of <laughs> because of this. It's not it's just not it doesn't seem realistic to me that he would be this concerned at this stage. The feelings aren't real enough for them all to be there for the right reasons. You haven't dated he has gone on no dates with her. Who cares if she's there for the wrong reasons? Send her home and let's get the pool party popping. <laughs> Fabulous. Fabulous Golly. sentiments, AB. I agree completely. He's acting like he can't continue as the bachelor. Yeah, it's, it's, there's patent, twenty people. Patently absurd. Yeah, <laughs> it's like you have some great options. There's a lot at of the them. very least, you have yeah. Victoria P, who's at, at the worst a great person. Okay, you're <laughs> fine. Anyway, uh, let's go over to the. I call them the pool. It wasn't a pool party. These were more like pool performance reviews. Um, <laughs> Step into my office. Yeah, grilling each person about what they know. Peter pulls Sydney aside first. Sydney wants Pete to really look at these people, figure out for himself what their motivations are. She's like, hey, Pete, don't just take the gloss. Like, get ins- It was better advice than Chris Harrison usually gives <laughs> to the lead, <laughs> frankly. Pete pulls her aside to apologize also. Hey, sorry about, you know, putting you on blast back there. <laughs> that yeah. was really messed up of me. And Sydney in her infinite classes, it's fine. You know, it's all I good. get it. Yeah. Kelsey, do I think she acts a certain way in front of the cameras? Yes. <laughs> no, it starts with, I love Alea, but do I think she's fake <laughs> oh, as hell? Classic Kelsey fashion. <laughs> do I think yeah. she's fake as hell? Yes, yeah. I do, in fact. <laughs> Listen, Alea, my girl, number one. <laughs> but is she not for you and awful? Yes. <laughs> Stay away. <laughs> uh, that was a reenactment. Natasha, Sydney was not wrong. So that's two. That's two. Lexi. Maybe it's just her backgrounds and pageants, but she turns it on for the cameras. And then the devastating, I've never been drawn to her as a person, <laughs> which is like <laughs> impossible to be around. They're all throwing big shots at Alea, but trying to also stay out of it a little bit. And they'll, so they'll end <laughs> what they're saying with something devastating. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, then they show Alea talking to someone normally, and then someone comes up behind her and she sees that person. And she goes, I can't even do it. I can't even reach this octave of what this high was. But she goes, hi, <laughs> you know, in response to them, which is, a, you know, that's a common thing people do, I suppose. It was but just masterfully was so exaggerated that it was hard not to burst out laughing. Well, it was at also how. masterfully cut by the producers. It was immediately yes. after someone said. And she she uses a fake voice, and then they cut to her doing that. It was yes. very good. Yeah. And Lexi tells Peter, you're not getting a genuine person. And that's the core of, yeah. it's not about changing your behavior for the cameras. It's about being a different person than who you actually are for the cameras. The thing that he needs to be worried about that these that all of them are trying to explain to him is that I don't think you're going to ever really see who this is. Wow, there's camera because you're going to be always seeing her when there's cameras around. I don't think you're ever going to actually see Alea until it's too late. Until, until it's, just, it's too yeah, late. Until it's too late. So you got to get rid of her. Meanwhile, Alea is confiding in Hannah Ann, also a pageant person, mm-hmm. I believe. Yeah, she is. And McKenna. She is who she is. She's real, AB. Alea is real, and she's not going to apologize for being real. That's the thing. Okay, this is who I am. 
And I'm not sorry. This is who I am. Do I fake some stuff? Yeah, but that's me. That's <laughs> and me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> to <Yeah>. own it. <laughs> Alea pulls Sydney aside. Finally, they're gonna; these two are gonna squash it. Let's squash it. My takeaway here is this was a big back and forth. It seemed to me that these are just two people who are who they are. And am I gonna apologize for that? No. <laughs> <laughs> that was both of their stances. Did you have anything on this, AB? No, it just seemed like a classic bachelor argument. The one who's getting attacked feels like the other one doesn't know who they are. You don't know anything about me. The other person, the attacker thinks they do know her and that they're being fake it's just your classic argument nothing to see here well something to see the whole episode was about these two i thought, I thought it was something to With see this particular conversation there was nothing yeah. to see here there was going to be nothing gained from either of them here's something to see Wow. Sidebar, Peter and Madison. Holy cut to their nose to nose. Peter and Maddie are sitting. They they go through. (laughs) A little George Michael. (laughs) (laughs) They're going through all these women who are are ratting out Alea. And then you, out of nowhere, cut to Maddie and Peter talking about nothing to do with Arms the rest pretzeled, of the rest legs of the, pretzeled. the rest of the conversations forehead to forehead ab nose to nose there's they're close as close as you can get to kissing without kissing yes did they not kiss i don't have a note here that they kiss oh interesting I'm not sure um one thing peter said that i thought was just pretty peter he goes have you been replaying that night over and over in your head He's talking about the date with his parents. I don't know. Probably not. <laughs> Peter, it wasn't that awesome. It was just an okay date. That said, nothing changed. This was all Madison was on the episode and nothing changed. I mean, she is the top dog. They just interact differently. Peter pulls Alea aside and he asks her straight up, like, do you, do you get why people would perceive you this way? What did you make of her answer? Seemed two-faced to me, Rim. Seemed pageanty. Yeah, we, we quickly changed the subject. Mm-hmm. Almost, she knows how to handle tough questions. You heard her earlier in the, in the <laughs> episode, and she turned this around on Peter, and it worked because it somehow ends with Peter believing she didn't say anything that should that should have alleviated his concerns. But for she some didn't reason, deny he, any accusations. No. even. she was just like. I like the way you're looking at me. And that's how you like, do it. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't have a good <laughs> yeah. answer, like obviously in pageants, they're going to ask you some stuff. You When they're doing those questions, they're going to ask you some stuff you may not have as good of information about. You got to find well, your way like through the, that through that question, period. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the old Miss South Carolina. Like 10 years ago or yeah, so, just they asked spouting, her about somewhere. Just <laughs> just, yeah. A bunch you of words. Talk. And it was like, yeah. You just, you sometimes just you talk. just talk. <laughs> okay. Peter says, I believe you. I promise. Okay. <laughs> I believe you. I promise. Peter's always sticking his foot in his mouth. <laughs> always. Saying just stuff he, that he's going to have to go back on in, a, yes, in the very near future. <laughs> He does say, you know, it seems like a nice guy. He says things that I go like, ah, that didn't that. need to be said right there. <laughs> exactly. You didn't need to say that. it. Didn't, didn't I don't think you even it. believe it. <laughs> um, but anyway, so 
when those words come out of his mouth, I go, okay, it's over. This situation is done. Peter is reassured. He believes, he believes, um, Alea, the opinions of Sydney, Kelsey, Natasha, Lexi et al completely overruled because Alea's presentation was effective. So Alea celebrates her victory, which she should. It's over. She has nothing to worry about. We've seen this situation crop up tons of times where there's one contestant versus the rest of the house and we're like, why is he believing the one person over the 10 people? And that's what it looked like was happening. It happened with Luke, uh, with Hannah. Yeah. You know, everyone in the house is telling her one thing, but she still carries, she keeps him up and going until hometowns, even though it's go- it'd been like five weeks. It seemed like that was, this was the start of that. Everyone was going to be hating on Alea for multiple weeks and he was just going to not believe them. You brought up Luke and Hannah. You're right. But at the same time, we were never shown Alea to be a front runner or even like a top handful of people. So when the lead believes the one person they like over the opinions of the majority who sees that person when the lead's not around, you think, oh, it's because they're blinded by how much they like this person. Hannah just blinded by how much she sees this life with Luke. But Peter and Alea, like you said, haven't even been on a date yet. I, I just never bought that Peter Peter liked her so much that he couldn't see her for what they were saying she was. I was just kind of like, dude, Peter, cut bait. You yeah. got other great options here. That's the thing. Anyway, so then, okay, Peter just confirmed to Alea that she's in the clear. You're good. You're getting a rose. Basically. You're getting a rose tonight. I believe you. <laughs> <laughs> is what he said. Then they kissed. Talked they to, kissed. They kiss. They kiss. He talked to a bunch of people. He said, I take your side. I believe you. I conducted all my interviews. I, I talked to all the key witnesses. The investigation is complete. Investigation yes, complete. You're innocent. innocent. You're absolutely innocent. So then Peter talks with Victoria P, who we did not know. This is the star the witness. witness. The <laughs> this star is the witness. star witness. He just <laughs> forgot about. He didn't get a chance to talk to her. We finally, she finally shows up in the courtroom. Unbelievable. Victoria P. Nobody thought she would come in here, and she did. The great, wholesome, some would say infallible on a witness stand, Victoria P. Truth teller. She's not going to lie here, AB. Absolutely not. Victoria not. P. No. So despite just telling Alea it's all good, He's like, Victoria P., listen, I'm, I'm still in the middle of this investigation. <laughs> so he, said, he said, your opinion is something I take in the highest regard. You're the number one person I want to talk to about this, even though I just told Alea <laughs> that over. she's in the free and clear. Alea is literally like celebrating bottles, yeah. toasting. <laughs> to her, she did on. do a toast. Like, Here's to me one more week at least. Clink, clink. I mean, imagine if the IRS was like, you know what? We're done auditing you. The audit is complete. And then a month later, they're like, just kidding. You have to go to jail now. (laughs) It's like, you told me the audit was done. I was living my life, (laughs) sleeping fine. And now I'm going to jail. Anyway, so Victoria P reveals to the viewers, at least, that she knew Alea already through the pageant circuit. What'd you make of this conversation, AB? She lands the knockout blow to Alea Rim. She says Alea asked her not to tell people that they knew each other. Very Ugh. deceiving at the least. Okay? <laughs> so this is, a, this is a, a story from someone you believe that is confirming all your worst fears about this person. 
And then the cherry on top, Rem. Maybe she's not the one for you. Wow. How do you move forward how, with Alea? How do you continue? This is the most trusted person in the house. And we're not saying that out of turn, Rem. Me and you, I, I know we so. both think of Victoria as yes. the number one most reliable source. Someone who stays above all the conflict. Nothing to gain here. Sweetheart. Partly, we're believing her because of her backstory, too. That that plays into this. She see, Listen, if Mother Teresa said the same yeah. thing, I'd be like, I'm going to check around still. <laughs> if Victoria P. says it, done deal. <laughs> done deal. This is a wrap. <laughs> so, that obviously, Peter, uh, tailspin, complete tailspin. He goes and talks to Alea again, more confused than ever. This could not have been, even with editing, it couldn't have been 10 minutes after, the, after he told Alea, you're fine. <laughs> 10 minutes. <laughs> Obviously, there's new information. The point is, don't sell, tell her she's he fine if you're not done. That. He didn't need to no. say that. I think he just wanted to kiss, frankly. It's just someone that doesn't want to believe the evidence. Like, he started this investigation, and he doesn't, he doesn't want to believe the results. So, I don't even know why he did this. Like, you were going to do this. You were going to believe Alea no matter what. Yeah. So, why do you even start this? Said, I hate to do this, Alea, especially <laughs> since I just exonerated you 10 minutes ago, but I don't know anymore. Peter asks her straight up about what she said to Victoria. Did you tell Victoria or did you tell? Did you tell Victoria? Did you tell the producers? Did, did you tell Victoria? Did you tell Victoria? <laughs> did you, let me help here. Did, did you, you tell no, Victoria yeah, yeah, you didn't know each other when you came on the show? Beautifully said. <laughs> Very simple. Now, Alea, th this really tests Alea's ability to answer questions without answering them. She gets hit big time with a curb your enthusiasm caught in a lie <laughs> yeah, moment. Yes. <laughs> okay. Now, for the record, Victoria said, I've been around Alea for probably three hours total on the pageant circuit. This is what Alea said. Victoria and I know each other really well outside of this <laughs> environment. Okay. My biggest fear is that we'd get disqualified and I just want to be here for you. Flip it. The reason I lied or asked someone else to lie on my behalf is so I could be here and we could get married. I'd love you. I'm surprised she didn't say <laughs> I love you to really drive it home. <laughs> what did you make of this, AB? I think it, it started to dawn on him. I'm going to have to get rid of this girl. <laughs> I'm going to have to do what I don't want to do, which is get rid of her because she did confirm that she said she did say not to know each other, which is, which is, you know, a lie. Even if she was doing it, which her her intentions were good, I suppose. The way she framed it, you know, I didn't think either of us could know each other. So I did. I didn't want us to get kicked off or not be a part of the show. That seems reasonable, I suppose, I suppose. But it still is a lie. You kind of have to take if you're the lead accept a certain amount of gaming the system from the contestants. They all yeah, to probably get on did here. something to yeah. get on the show. They all probably did some underhanded desperate tactics. This might be a step too far, roping someone into your lie. Peter seemed to be fully out on a lay I agree. at that point. Yeah. The way he looked at her, he was like, uh -oh. I've got a lot to think about. It was a look of disgust and disappointment. Well, she should have known if they didn't end this conversation with a kiss like he did the last time when he said she was in the clean. 
that she's yep. no longer in the clean. Well, she hits us with the dream. What's in the clean? What did Clear. I say? <laughs> you said in the clean. Let me say that again. <laughs> no, just keep it. We got so many mistakes this episode. Okay. Alea hits us with the dr- absolutely dramatic tears. AB sits down. One of the great cries so far this season. Peter walks off. I think he just walked home. Just walked down the driveway. <laughs> he just walks away. He just walked home. Chris announces the end of the pool party where zero people got in the pool. This wasn't Nobody a pool party. Anything. No music was played. No laughs were had. <laughs> no fun. Um, no sad. fun. It was no fun was had. I mean, it was a horrible, horrible <laughs> pool party hosted by someone who just did not live up to the duties of hosting a pool party. You can have fun and do an investigation. Exactly. At the same time. Exactly. <laughs> anything else on this? No. I hope. I hope there's another pool party. That makes up for this yeah. this season. <laughs> really hope. <laughs> Time for the rose ceremony. Safe roses. Victoria F. had the group date rose. Seems like ages ago. Victoria P. had a good one on one date. And Sydney got the group date rose. We need to pause here and say this. Sydney has two group date roses, A.B. Two. And yet she is not being talked about as a contender or might sneak up in the power rankings. Neither of us have mentioned that. Any reason for that, A.B.? No. <laughs> I, I can't give you a good reason. And she's, spoiler, she's still not in mine, Rim. She's not in mine either. And I, I feel kind of bad, but I think the two group day roses she's gotten are, have been, okay, you know. They haven't been because of her doing no, like no, this not really. the group date she got this time. It was just because she ratted someone out. Like that's not saying something about their relationship. That's just thank. That's just a thank you, Rose. Thank you for bringing this to my attention. You you get this rose. Yeah. You get a rose if you help me out. And the first one she got was for that date where there wasn't a daytime date, I believe. So it was just a abbreviated discussion and she i mean you're right though it's too. we're in th- we're three episodes in and she's gotten two grouped she hasn't had to worry about two of the of the uh yeah. rose ceremonies that's crazy you know maybe we should be talking about her like patrick mahomes two afc championship games in two seasons <laughs> that's pretty crazy it is roses kelsey hannah ann natasha lexi madison madison deep Sheehan. As I've always said, the rose, the order here doesn't matter, Rim. Kelsey, I mean, this is a random number generator. Yeah. The way <laughs> that these to, came out. Nothing to see here. Sheehan, Kelly, Kiara, Tammy, Savannah, and Deandra. There's two roses left at this point, and Peter walks out to consult with Chris Harrison. What did you make of this? I was confused, Rim. Really? Yeah, two. Ro- why? Well, I didn't see happening what happened. I'll tell you that. Are you serious? You thought he was going to take one of the roses away? Well, I saw the preview, but <laughs> okay. Then. <laughs> yeah, I expected this fully. Uh, you got to remember, I don't watch the previews. I had no idea what was going to be happening here. So it's all coming down to Alea. He says to Chris. I guess before we talk about the rose being taken away, if you're not sure about giving a rose to someone, you're on the fence about somebody, especially at this point, and you decide not to give them the rose, feel like you just 
give, give the rose to somebody give it else. To someone else. Yeah, that's why I was confused. Mm. It didn't see. I didn't see what was going to be happening with two roses. So Peter comes back in the rose room, and Chris follows him and takes away one of the roses. Very dramatic. Made for a great preview. <laughs> Gotta tell you. <laughs> now McKenna hasn't gotten a rose yet, and neither has Alea. So when they take the rose away, you know. She's going, you don't take a rose away that, no. and then give the last one to Alea, no, obviously. Absolutely not. So McKenna gets the final rose. No roses are Alea, Sarah, Alexa, and my big sleeper and final four pick, Jasmine. Gone. <laughs> Week three. Okay, tough scene for my bracket. So I guess were you surprised that he sent Alea? He made the decision to send Alea home. What's your takeaway from the... The most dramatic rose ceremony yet, some would say. I wouldn't say that, but hmm. I was surprised because we've seen over and over again the lead makes the wrong decision. It was surprising to see him make the right decision here. It just doesn't yeah. seem... And with that being said, I don't know if it even was the right decision. If you're really that on the fence about it why not just give her the rose like this yeah. we have a long it's time make to go. Or break yet. this isn't yeah. make or break give her the rose other than i think he thought that by giving her the rose would be an a, he'd be spitting in the face of all the people sure. that episode that had shared their concerns about her Obviously, the best course of action would have been to give the rose to Jasmine. I think we can all agree <laughs> that that would have been the smartest thing to do. Um, there was a, a couple minutes there after Alea didn't get a rose and the, he says goodbye to her. There was a couple minutes there where, and someone tweeted this. They were like, is Peter just going to be someone who sends home the people who are fake and dramatic? Because that would be a change from recent yeah, seasons. Him sending her home was refreshing to me because he made yeah. the right decision. The one that we that you are screaming at your TV for him to make, which is usually not what they do. It's almost never what they do. Peter doesn't even give a toast after the rose ceremony. You've you've hated on it, you know, you've hated on his toast last week. Not offering one at all is <laughs> I think worse. <laughs> I think worse. You, every rose ceremony ends with a toast, even if after the worst week in the mansion you can imagine, you give it toast. always ends with a yeah. toast. Yeah. He's not even excited. He's just like, all right, well, man, really liked Alea. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> see you guys later. And they're like, oh, geez, what are we supposed to do with this champagne? Um, then Peter, post-rose ceremony, tell, talks to the producer. He's like, I thought it was a wrong decision. Man. I want to get Alea before she leaves. And I'll put it this way, be the previews for next week looks good. What did you make of Peter second-guessing himself? I don't know if we've seen the last of Alea, Rim, and maybe you already know the answer to this. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the, I don't know, man. <laughs> with the coming up next. But Who I don't knows? know if we've What's seen the happen? last of her based on this response. Even the producer's like, wait, why'd you do this then? You're so, <laughs> you were so broken up about it. Why, did you, why didn't you just keep her? You got 20 roses, bro. You decided to take the rose away. You could have just given it to her. No big deal. <laughs> um, I will say this what I'm looking forward to most what, next week is not Alea related no that's good yeah so it's gonna be good um, one quick Alea line on our way out she goes she basically said I'm not gonna hold a grudge against Victoria having said that she is the sole reason I'm going home and I'll never forgive her for this that's basically <laughs> what she said <laughs> she goes, I'll always wonder if that rose Chris took away was for me while she's crying it's like yeah, yeah. it definitely was for you it wasn't for Jasmine why would she take he a took rose away Jasmine's rose <laughs> 
You think you think him taking the roseway might have something to do with the entire pool party? What that was all about? <laughs> okay. Um, anyway, anything else on the episode, AB, or should we keep it moving? No, let's keep it moving. Well, you know, I after we discuss it, I'm starting to realize maybe I didn't like the episode as much as I thought. It seemed at the time good. I just didn't a think pop, there was a popcorn episode. There wasn't enough right. to Alea to get me fully invested. Like I didn't know no. anything about her. We didn't have any. We didn't see the fake stuff, you know. So it no. was hard. Like with Luke, with Luke, when he's like body choke slam, dude, on the on the rugby pitch, yelling at everyone, <laughs> speared him, stood over him. That stuff. That's I saw that with my eyes. I saw him take someone out and then lie about it. He's a, he was a psycho. Okay, I saw that. With this, I saw I didn't see anything. They tried to paint a picture, but they didn't have enough footage at that point to really paint it. Let's move on to the mailbag, AB. Um, last week's question was, I don't remember the exact words, but it was the essentially how much, what's the appropriate amount of sexual contact the lead should have with the cast members? Yeah, we steamed up the rosebud. Yeah. There's steam coming out when you open the bag. <laughs> Fogged up your glasses <laughs> when Rim's sticking his head in the rose bag this week. Right. I'm now realizing you don't care about the answers. You just want to do this steam bit. <laughs> and it's working. It's a hilarious bit, the steam. Uh, the text line, the text number for the mailbag is 773-234-7794. Thanks to everyone who wrote in. Obviously can't get to all of them. First, I want to acknowledge many, many people wrote in the mailbag, Instagram, all over the place, emails, wrote in to tell us that I was dead wrong about people having mics on their person. And when I rewatched the Chris Harrison interview, I realized I was mistaken in my claims. I, we kind of discussed it like Chris is lying, but I, I have an official statement here that I would like to read. Okay. Official statement regarding Chris Harrison's comments about microphones. Rim was mistaken. He misunderstood the exchange between Bachelor host Chris Harrison and journalist Lauren Zima. His statements, Chris Harrison's statements, applied to hot tub situations only. My sincere apologies to Chris and his family. So I mischaracterized what Chris said. Obviously, they wear mics. It's silly to think otherwise. Just want to get that out there. I apologize. I'm glad you did that, Rim. Well, you know, sometimes we get things wrong, you know, playing fast and loose with stuff and just trying to put on a good show. Sometimes you make mistakes. <laughs> Back to the question at, at hand, the steam bag. Emily in Illinois, as far as overnight dates, anything, the, a lot of these are truncated because some of these were long. As far as overnight dates, anything goes. I don't believe anyone outside the show or contestants can criticize the lead for having sex with all or multiple women. That's the nature of this show. And I believe contestants know this when they sign up. 214 area code. I think they can have sex in the fantasy suites, but just let it be with the one they are going to choose. Hmm. If they don't know the final one, wait until after the show to keep down hurt feelings. Rachel with us uh, with an extra a like the Blade Runner, Rachel in 513 area code. Any and all amount. These are essentially open relationships at this point. It's an important part of relationship to explore before making what is supposed to be a lifelong commitment. I hate when they pretend it doesn't happen between contestants. Show the drama. 
Megan in Utah. I don't know how much sexual activity is too much, but lifting girls up on tables so they can straddle him while making out on night one? It was romantic and pretty hot when he did it maybe seven episodes in with Hannah. But this early on with so many girls already comes off a bit like a womanizer, A.B. Get a new move. That's what Megan's saying. 808 area code. Here's one you'll like, A.B. I I like them all. I like them all, Rim. Let me step in there. All right. Well, (laughs) then you'll extra like this one. I just think you'll like it. 808 area code. I think the lead can be sexual with whomever they want, but it's important to keep it quiet. Caitlin Bristow mentioned that Sean Booth was never able to move past her and Nick Vile's relationship. In parentheses, I took it as their sexual history displayed on the show, and it caused a lot of problems in their relationship. But there are fantasy suites that happen and things are implied, but nothing is confirmed. It's important to think about how the lead's final choice will feel watching the show if the lead talks about having sex with other contestants and everyone who watches or follows the show knows. I suppose that's another differentiating factor with the show is the person, you know, two of these people are going to end up together. Then you watch this TV show where they're going on and on about how much they like these other people and what they've done with them. And it's kind of like, dang, you said that to me. I thought that was, I thought I was special. And it's like, no, you're not. It was actually like, it was toss up between you and Nick Vile. I don't know. And then, you know, did you like that one? I like that one. Yeah. (laughs) You're right. 801 area code. I teach middle school health and we just had our sex ed unit. After discussing STDs, one of the comments from one of my eighth grade students was, I hope they're getting tested on The Bachelor because it looks like there's a lot of sex going on this season. I thought they'd get a laugh out of you. No. (laughs) (laughs) That's, That's real. I guess the answer to this question is, it's whatever the other girls are willing to put up with. I couldn't put up with any of the crap going on on this show, but it sure is fun to watch. Last one, Katie from Boston. There's two ways to look at this question. How much sex we want to see as a viewer and how much sex I would have as a lead. I wouldn't be able to engage in sexual activities and turn around and propose to someone else. But as a viewer, I like to see the lead sleep with the top three and maybe one or two people during the season (laughs) to stir up some drama. I think that's a a good way to look at it. Katie from Boston. Thanks to everyone who wrote in. AB, first, do you have any reaction? No, I and loved all those week's questions. Loved all those responses. Rim, a lot of different. It's interesting because you know, you know, it's such a weird, bizarre. Yeah. Only the only the Bachelor is like the Bachelor, so it's just hard to fit it into the square peg of normal life. So it's interesting to see what different people's opinions are. What what's your opinion, and what uh, what's next week's question? I my opinion on the on the subject, Rim. I yep. I can go back and forth. Uh, I can see how the contestants would get upset if he's having sex with multiple people. You're supposed to be in a relationship with me. I think it's safe. It's safe to assume that your partner won't have sex with other people until after the show, or at least until the fantasy suites, because that's that's the assumption, I guess, with how this show works. Like you can most of them have sex with multiple people in the fantasy suites. They don't before. Uh, I can understand that. But also, like a lot of them said, they're all adults. There's nothing wrong with having sex with people. So I also don't have a problem with them. 
I can I can see it go both ways, and I can understand why people would get upset about both sides. It's the the obvious thing would be to compare it to like open relationships, right? Yeah. But how often do people go from one of those, pick one out of the group, and then become engaged and exclusive with them? You know, in a three day period. And I think <laughs> you know, what I, I mean, think it's just a it's like a whiplash almost. So I can understand why some people would be upset. I think with a it, lot yeah. of the people aren't looking at it as an open relationship necessarily. So and that causes the if drama. you care about the person, you probably shouldn't have sex with anybody. If you care about all these women, you probably shouldn't have sex with anybody because you know that they're gonna be upset about it. So if you're if you really care about that person, I think you can not you can abstain from sex during your season to avoid hurting them that's i don't know yeah i don't think there's a right answer it's tough to you gotta silo if you're peter and other leads you gotta silo all these somehow and figure out how to make it through anyway thanks to everyone who wrote in what's next week's question i know two things rim i thought there's a very generic episode so it's not the best question that's the word that's the word for it It was generic Generic. as hell i want to know besides victoria p Who's your favorite right now? Because I think it could go. Can't be. I need to know. Besides Victoria P. Everyone knows that. That's a ridiculous question. Okay. Everyone knows she's everyone's Everybody favorite. Everybody knows she's season. everyone's favorite, Rim. I need to know who's your second favorite. Everyone out there. Because I'm having a hard time. I don't know. Kind if of it, sussing that yeah, out. Yeah, there's a lot people of think. people still here. And I feel like we haven't gotten deep into any. There's been a lot of no. other stuff going on so far. I don't even know. Like, I like Maddie, but and he likes Maddie. But who? But what do we know I, about Maddie? We don't know anything about anyone yet except Victoria. The number is seven seven three two three four seven seven nine four. One thing we didn't talk about with Victoria P. What? I'll next Bachelorette front runner. I'll say it. Obvious choice for next bachelor. Well, I think we said that during the first episode when we saw her backstory that I she was she was a bachelor <laughs> front runner. I think I I fully agree with you there. She's already falling for Peter. She's not going to win. Why? I don't know. I mean, there's no <laughs> basis for that statement. Okay. I just don't think she is. I don't know anything. Hand to God, I don't know anything. But yeah, Victoria P. Quickly, batch bracket. Pull up your batch bracket, AB. I am 342nd out of uh, 1,400 or so. I had Jasmine in my top four. 16 people have perfect brackets through two wow. weeks. Cheaters. Liars. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know. It's suspect, though. I'll say that. Yeah. 16 people have perfect I mean, brackets. Interesting. Just, all of those people don't have perfect brackets without cheating. It's not... I just can't believe that. Someone, you're saying somebody in there. Some, at least one is a cheater in that. I don't know who yeah. it is, but at least one. That's fine. That, in the same way that the lead should understand that some people aren't on the show for the right reasons. Yeah, we should understand as that the commissioner of the cheat. bracket league. I understand that there are some cheaters and liars and scoundrels in the bracket <laughs> league. That's okay. <laughs> just kidding. Thank you all for listening and for playing. We don't dislike anybody's bracket. If someone ends with a perfect bracket, though. We got a situation. Um, AB, what did you, what'd you do last night, Bracket was? I'm pulling it up. Just a second. No, it's taking a second. Don't worry. Yeah, don't uh, worry. It's about getting it. there. It's fine. Uh, just one us. more click. <laughs> one more click. I am number 445. Yikes. Okay, so we're probably a score one. Score of 60. Um, 
As far as our Frenemies Challenge, I got three out of nine for, uh, correct on that app. As usual, that's becoming a routine, dreadful showing for me. I got one out of nine on Below Deck. So <laughs> I don't know how you people are doing well on this. I'm not. One of these weeks, I'm going to win some money, but it's not yet. Okay, B, let's go to the power rankings. I would love to. Did you put effort in this week? Yes. I was embarrassed by my last week's show. Yeah, yeah <laughs> you should have been. You know, there was a moment when we, during that discussion, I was laughing. That wasn't a we were laughing. That was a me laughing at you. <laughs> it's embarrassing. <laughs> embarrassing. My yeah. rankings last week were embarrassing. Okay. No, that's fine. I'm like Bobby Knight. Sometimes you got to embarrass somebody on a big stage <laughs> to get the best out of them. I'll go first. I'll go first. Okay. Number five, AB? Jasmine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Got to go up to the... No, that's not an official ranking. Number four. Hannah Ann dropped a second week in a row. From two not a lot of Hannah to three, Ann, to be fair. Two, four. She wasn't on the show much. She's not coming off great in this conflict with Kelsey. Hannah Ann. And and other people, I think, have made made waves. She hasn't gotten a date yet. He's gotten three one-on-one dates, and she hasn't gotten one You're yet. saying she's dropping because, partly because she just, other people are rising. So she's staying the same, but other people are rising ahead of her. A little bit, yeah. Okay. I think... It's only had two one-on-one dates, right? Victoria P. and Madison? I'm so mixed up on what's going on. I'm so happy that we're back to... Yeah. Were there two... There was a date la- the week before that was counted towards this rose ceremony, I think. And I don't even remember who that was anymore. Do you know what I'm saying? It's Victoria This Victoria episode F, we watched, Victoria P. had a date. Then there was a group date. There was another one-on-one date that was the previous week... Who I don't even remember who was on that. It was a group date. It was. Um, oh, they had two group Sydney. dates and one one-on-one. That's what the s- schedule was for this one. I believe so. Okay. Okay. It was. Um, I don't. It's just too hard to follow. Vic- it's too hard to follow the way they're doing it. You're gonna get killed. We're gonna get killed for not knowing this off the top of our head. It's almost as if we consume so much. We watch these episodes so much that well, once it's, uh, you gotta it's a tornado of information yeah. and I forget things. You got to understand, we watched each episode twice. The last episode? Ancient history. That, Completely <laughs> ancient history. eight hours of Bachelor content ago. I'm pretty sure Victoria F. got the group day rose. He gave Victoria F. the group day rose, and then he went and talked to Kelsey. It was a post-conflict discussion. It was a post-rose conflict discussion, which I found strange. And then Kelsey cried. And then this episode didn't pick up from there it started the next day so that that'll throw you off even more anyway let's hear the let's Hannah hear the rank four and <laughs> <Hannah, laughs> number four okay. cut all number of three. that <laughs> number three victoria f is number three still hanging around still barely there. in this episode yep. um that may or may not be affected by the previews i'll say it <laughs> <laughs> i'll say it saw the preview um victoria p is number two Great showing from Victoria P. When you say I trust you more than anybody here, am I going to keep you out of the power rankings? It's not going to happen. <laughs> number one. It's obvious. Stay number one. Obvious she was on screen with Peter for 30 seconds. It's obvious who the front runner here is, and it's still Madison. She might get a second one-on-one date before Hannah Ann gets any one-on-one date. 
And my sleeper, my new sleeper, now that Jasmine is gone, is Savannah. I would have picked Lexi, but that's already your sleeper. You can't, yeah. you can't co-op sleepers. Everybody knows that. All right, let's, knows get that. Your, <laughs> let's get your power rankings. Number four, Rim. Kelly. The way she okay. talked to him about that beard, I think you might be right. There's more going on. There could be more. That's the, that's the kind of thing that that's, a girl says who also feels like she can grab you by the belt loop and pull you toward her. <laughs> Like that's like that meant those two are together. That what some people might consider a throwaway comment left a no, lasting impression humongous. to me. Humongous comment. Last week I'm pretty sure I put Kelly in for no reason because I was unprepared. This yeah. week I am now very she, prepared to put Kelly in my top four, and she's number four. Okay. Yeah. Watch Kelly interacting with him next episode and see if she says something else like that. Yeah. If she comments on what he's wearing, she's saying stuff that you say to your boyfriend. Period. Yeah. Okay? After She's more comfortable things. with them than other people are. <laughs> Everyone else is on edge still? Kelly's not there. She's very comfortable. And I think they're similar age, too. She's a grown adult. She's 27. She, yeah. The, the, she is uncomfortably comfortable with him. Yeah. Uncomfortable for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Number three. I should have had her in, but I didn't. Stand by it. Go ahead. Number three. Hannah Ann. Wow, she dropped. I just... You don't know if she dropped. <laughs> yeah, she dropped. She dropped. I think she yeah, was two yeah. last week, but she just dropped. I think the same goes for me. It, it's... I think the the champagne gate is over, and I'm glad to see that. I think she's passed all that drama, but someone else skyrocketed past her, so she dropped a spot. Wow. It wasn't her fault. Okay? Who was it? Who was it? Victoria P. Rim. It's obvious. It's got to be her. It's obvious. It's got to be her. The, ba- the next Bachelorette. <laughs> the next Bachelorette, <laughs> Victoria P. It's She's obvious. number two on the list. It's clear. Yeah. Number one, same as you, Madison. Madison. My girl, Maddie. Yeah. Shout out to your sleeper. Lexi had some screen time. She's still there. Just wait. One of these episodes, who gets yep. the date card? Lexi. And everyone falls in love with her. Bachelor headline of the week. Here it comes, AB's Bachelor Headline of the Week, the soon-to-be defunct, suspended segment. I say once we get to... You don't want me to see I a once spoiler? We get to hometowns, I don't want you to do it anymore. Yeah, I don't want you to see a spoiler. Okay. I don't. That's fair. I don't. <laughs> You're looking at me so sincere. I don't. It's executive decision. There is no more once we get to hometowns. Okay, that's fine. I'm going to still be looking, though. I found an interesting article, Rim. I'd like you to check it out. I think they do a. I think they do a. Uh, it might be a weekly deal. Okay. Oh, okay. What are you talking about? Hold up. What's the article? Hold up. I got to find it again. It's from the Takeout, Rim. Article headline. That's a food website. You're damn right, it is, Rim. Okay. The food that didn't get eaten on The Bachelor, week three, a total fanasco. Apparently, <laughs> they do an article each week recapping the food and if it was eaten that's what it was if it was even food okay there's some questions on if some of this stuff is even food or if it's fake food series okay wow i'm a big fan of this i would urge everyone to go find this article again it's from the takeout the article headline the food that didn't get eaten on the bachelor week three i need to start including the bachelor headline of the week links in the show yeah, description, idea. along with a bunch of other links where you can buy merch and subscribe on different platforms and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Thank you for supporting Room and AB. Um, that's a great headline. Pictures, detailed pictures, screenshots, screenshots. Film type of stuff. course, of course. Yeah, cool. good I like that. I like that. 
I'm going to bookmark that. All right. Um, that's all I have. Uh, social media. I, I just want to call this out. People who aren't following on Instagram are just missing out. Frankly, there's no <laughs> other way to describe it. You just are. Um, I've got a few good things kind of on the docket for this week. I'll tell you what they are, AB, but I'm going to bleep them out. So people, it's just going to be a long bleep. <laughs> so people are like, man, what is that about? I'm going to have to follow them on Instagram. The first one is obviously I'm going to. That goes without saying. That goes without saying. That's a no brainer. No brainer. -brainer. Yep. That's a no brainer. And then the next thing is this might not do as well, but it's going to make me laugh as hard while I'm doing it. Mm -hmm. Is. (laughs) (laughs) If I can figure out how to do that, That it's game over. Wow. (laughs) Wow. You don't want to miss that one. I mean, that's going to be hilarious. That's going to be funny. Yeah. And you can only see it if you follow on Instagram. Even though we post them everywhere else, just pretend like, come on. At Rosecast Podcast. Thank you to everyone who's been leaving uh, reviews on Apple Podcasts and Podchaser and such. We appreciate it. Um, merch. If uh, The easiest way to get merch is to go to RimAnAB.com and click the tab in the header. For those of you who follow us on Twitter, we have a new design releasing today that you may be interested in. You may be. I'm not confident it's that good, but we'll see. <laughs> we'll see what people think. We'll see what people think. Um, do you have anything else, AB? Nope. Okay. One last text. This is from Damon G in Ann Arbor. Damon and his wife, loyal listeners of the show, heard every episode. Thank you. So thank you. Thank you for listening. We want to wish you, Damon and your wife, a happy first anniversary. Wow. Now. Clap, clap, clap. Congratulations. First, big deal first year. That is a big deal. I forgot to put that in last week. So Damon's wife, don't get mad at him oh, for being rim. late on that. This, he Come was not on, late. Rim. He was on time. He didn't forget. Damon did <laughs> Damon not forget did your not anniversary. Forget the anniversary. That's on me. That's on That's rim. on me. When I was editing it last week, I was like, oh, no. <laughs> no. And now this long drawn out, congrats on your anniversary. I've now committed myself to doing every happy birthday we get sent. So I'm in trouble for a lot of reasons. <laughs> I apologize, Damon's wife. That's on me. Thanks for listening. Thanks for sharing. Thanks for caring. Have a heavenly day. <laughs>